everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sis Chat. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Narissia. And this is our, I think, second attempt at video slash audio, right? It's like our third attempt, but yes. Um, okay. How's your day going, Narissa? And do you want to introduce us into what we'll be talking about today? Yeah, my day is going pretty well. I left work early. Um, I don't know if I told anyone, but I got a new job, which, hey, look at that. It actually aligns into what we're talking about. Yes. I got a new job and I left work around 5.30. And the beauty about, about my job, it's a warehouse job. And the beauty about the job is that on holidays, which today is Labor Day, we get paid time and a half. So today I was making a lot more money and I got to leave early which is like a double-edged sword because the longer I stayed, the more money I made, but that's okay. Um, I got to leave early and then I come, came home, took a nap, went to the gym, came back, had some food, and I'm here. I've had a very productive morning, actually. And like I said, today we're going to be talking about jobs because I just mentioned I have a new job. Yeah, and in order for you to get that new job, you have to have quit your old job. But you feel a little different about the word quit, Nerissa. Do you want to talk listen, about it? Listen, out here, we shall be professionals. We don't quit our jobs. We resign. Gracefully. LOL. We don't okay. quit. We resign gracefully. I agree with the gracefully part. But I will say, though, even that graceful part, you have to kind of learn what that looks like. You know, because mm. you and I, we've been there. I've been there, what, two times now? And... Every time it's really not easy to just resign or quit. It's like trying to figure out what's the best way to approach it, especially, you know, when you like your workplace. If you don't like your workplace, it's like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I was yeah. legit gonna say, because I have friends who have just not shown up for work. They would just like not show up and be like, oh yeah, I quit that job. I'm like, you just you just left? They're like, yeah, no, I just I just left. I not no two weeks notice, no nothing. I, I just left. So yeah, that's a huge caveat. You do have to like your job and your coworkers and your bosses for you to actually get the anxiety that comes with deciding to quit. So yeah. Yeah, I do feel like it really doesn't matter though. I think that it comes down to the person and their character. Um, there are some people who just don't care, and then there's some people who care whether they don't like the job or they do like the job. Um, but today we're going to be talking about ways to, or ra- rather reasons why some people think about resigning from their jobs. Um, Narissa, I know you recall maybe two years ago, which is wow to say 2020, when we, the pandemic started, you know, a lot of people were followed. Some people lost their jobs. You were included in that group. And that was a really wild time. Some people who had jobs chose to quit their jobs to do something else I knew some people like that in my in my profession I work as a paralegal at law firms um, and I actually am in a new job now so this is perfect for both of us to talk about you know the reasons why some people choose to leave their job reasons why some people choose to leave even when they had a job you know back then in 2020 and still now I think it was known as the great resignation yeah, it was like this whole big thing. Um, but regardless of how you feel about resigning or quitting, you know, whether you're the employer or the employee, it, it does happen. If you own a company, you know people are going to com- come and go. 
if you are a person who works, you know, sometimes an environment is not, it's just not conducive for you anymore. Or, you know, maybe you just need to find something else for one reason or the other. So we are relying on this Indeed article to talk about some of the reasons why people choose to leave a job. Can you guess some of them, Narissa, maybe? And then I could be like, yeah. Listen, I know like one is a, basically you outgrow the job. Mm-hmm. I know that's a common one. People outgrow the job, they outgrow the position. And maybe there's no direct, there's no clear upward mobility. Mm-hmm. So they just decide to leave. Another huge one could be toxic work environment. You know, you decide yeah. to just um, peace out because the environment is toxic and not. And I know after 2020, mental health and being p- at peace with yourself, it's huge, especially with the younger generation. So if there's anything that's disturbing their peace, they're like, bye. Yes. I'm not staying here. Bye. So yeah, yeah those, are, those are some ones that I'll guess. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely, you touched on a few there. And in regard to wanting to maintain your peace, I think that's for the younger generation also, like, you know, people who have been in the industry for a while, sometimes after experience, you learn that you don't have to be in a place that doesn't serve you, you know, especially when you've gained a lot financially um, and you know basically what your skill sets are and all that stuff, you understand, like, in this industry, there are multiple companies and I can just, you know, find something else if this one doesn't work. That's one thing I always remind people. It's, you know, maybe this company isn't so great. The industry itself might be, you know, okay, try to find something else within that and do that and see what that what that's like, you know? Um, Anyway, so let's get into some of the reasons why some people leave, (laughs) and we can also end it by talking about some of the reasons why we left while being still very Um, professional, you know? You do not want to badmouth your previous employer or anyone, Mm -hmm. Um, even if they were total shitholes. Yeah. It just doesn't look good. It's kind of similar to you don't want to badmouth your exes, even if they were total (laughs) shitholes. Mm-hmm. It just makes you look bad. Yes. I mean, of course, you can always say what happened. There's factual things. And then there's just you adding a little bit of like salt and pepper in there to yeah. just be, you know, based on your feelings. Okay. Yeah. So number one is something you touched on, Narisa, which is that you are underusing your skills. Number two, you are not following your passion. And I get that. I think that's, in 2020, a lot of people started reevaluating what, you know, they should prioritize in their lives, you know, and some people are like, you know what, this job isn't my passion. I just want to leave. I want to do something else that makes me feel fulfilled and happy because this time is showing me that nothing is really promised. <laughs> like a pandemic could just come and just like change everything. So if I'm going to do something, it should be something that I'm passionate about. Um, yeah, and I would add to that also. Sometimes you don't leave your current your current job to go find a job that you're passionate about. Sometimes mm-hmm. you leave your current job to find a job that would allow you to also mm-hmm. do the things that you're passionate about. I know that was a huge thing with me when we get to talking about how we left our jobs. 
I, one of the deciding factor in choosing my current job is that it allowed me time to do the things that I love to do. Meanwhile, right. my last job didn't do that. And so that's an option because I know back, like if you look back in those days, there's the notion of you work eight hours a day, come home and sleep. And people are just like, no, I don't want to do that shit anymore. I have a life. So I mm-hmm. want to work a certain amount of hours, come home and do something that I'm passionate about. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Number three is the work environment is unhealthy. Um, I don't know if you've been there, Narissa. I've been there. Again, I'm not going to. It wasn't my last employer. Let me just say that. I don't know if anybody's ever going to watch this from any of my jobs, but it wasn't them. I actually, you know, I actually really did like my last employer. Um, yeah. Stuff. So it's that was not about them at all. Um, but number four is there are no opportunities for growth. We did talk about that earlier. That's one of the reasons some people choose to leave a job. Um, the company's future is in question. Have you ever been in a situation like that? I've never been in a situation like that. That would kind of scare me. I will me. say during 2020, I used to work at Bloomingdale's. And if anybody know, I love my job at Bloomingdale's. Um, but when- <laughs> just a little caveat to that, guys, go back and listen to when we did all the audio, our podcast, when we first started, and you would you would hear exactly how Narissa feels about her job at Bloomingdale's. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So um, I know when the pandemic started, one of the huge things that took a hit, a lot of industry took a hit, and one of them was um, retail and fashion. So, you know, they had to lay off a bunch of people. And fortunately, I got unemployment. So I really did not give a fuck about anything. But I've been in this situation, but more so that I didn't really care. Like, I wasn't invested in it at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, meh. But okay. yeah, during 2020, I know um, retail was in huge, um, was in huge, um, it they weren't doing well and that's already following a down a a trend of retail brick and mortar retail stores going like closing the stores and closing the doors because there's just so much option online now and it's hard for a lot of brick and mortar to compete with compete with that which which is actually kind of funny this has nothing to do with um well it has to do with retail but one of the tv shows that i'm watching is called um gilded age and hbo and beautiful the costume is just wonderful and it takes place in like the 1800s 1900s whatever and it's so funny because there's a store called um bloomingdale's brothers in it okay. and that's actually bloomingdale's because bloomingdale's and macy's they're pretty old stores mm-hmm. i don't know if people know that so it's just, it's just really cool to see like bloomingdale's and it's it's still exclusive back then so it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. neat but yeah well, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I do remember that time. Um, granted, personally, I've never been part of a company that is, you know, their futures in question. Um, but yes, I do remember what that was like for you at that time and for a lot of people. So the next one is the ethic or rather your ethics are being compromised. Um, you're grossly undercompensated. That has been some of my issues in the past as well. Your values are not aligned with those of the organization. Um, personally, I don't think I've had that, that problem before. Um, you're no longer oh. able. I've had that once. Okay. It's a job that I lasted a day in. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'm yeah, sorry, so, what? 
You yeah. lasted a day in a job? Yeah, it was one of those like shady ass jobs. Like this is one, it was on, I think it was either on Indeed or um some legitimate website that I trusted. Mm-hmm. So I applied to it and mm-hmm. they had, this is one of the things, if the job can tell you exactly what you'll be doing, unless mm-hmm. it's a government position, you need to bounce. Yeah. Like the job didn't give me like exactly my, like my day-to-day duties. They were just said like, we're looking for people who are energetic, people who are this, people who are that. I was just like, okay, well, that sounds like me. And so I go there and they have all these people talking about, you succeed as long as you put your, your mind to it, your heart to it. I'm just like, okay. Um, got, got on a job and they're so hyped up, which is another thing. If your job is like super hyped up for like no good reason, I, for me, that's a red flag. You know, okay. they're just like, yeah, here we do it, we do it. And if you do it, you know, you can you can be manager in like two months, three months. I'm just like, huh, okay, I'm gonna give it a shot though. So I <laughs> got the job, and then um turns out it's one of those jobs where you go door to door knocking on people's door mm-hmm. to like um convince them to change something. And the reason I didn't see it well with me is because I don't like to make people form decision on the pressure i okay. need them to have enough information to form an informed decision and it didn't sit right with me that a lot of the people who end up like switching to whatever was selling which was i think it was cable or water bill or whatever they yeah. tended to be old people and uh, for me that's like they like the older people like specifically i feel like the, that company targeted them because it's like the old people don't trust you and maybe they don't really understand what's going on so you just tell them that they'll save money and they'll just be like oh yeah I'd love to save some money after I'm on a fixed income so after the first day of that training that they're just like you know um the people that kept switching to whatever the company was selling were old people I was just like nah this shit ain't for me and I just I left because it's like, I don't want to be in that position to, it, it just irked me. It rubbed me the wrong way. So I, after the training on like, um, so I got the job and then the training on day one, I just never showed up again. Okay. And it's like, bye. And I actually, I went online and did some research and it turns out the company has had like three different phases that they've been named several different things. And it seems as though every time they will get shut down, they would just come up with something new, like a new name wow. or a new something or a new whatever. Yeah. And like, I think I got the job on Glassdoor. Okay. And I'm like, I thought Glassdoor was a trusted fucking yeah, like, why is it here? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's one of that's a, that's the only job that I've lasted a day in mm-hmm. or short term in. And I quit because of everything I just explained. So well, yeah, and yeah, no, everything you said made absolute sense. Because at first you said I went there for a day and I, I'm like, excuse me. But no, that makes sense. And good call on your part, honestly. Um, okay, so we're going to go on the next because that, that story was wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the next one is you're no longer able to fulfill your job responsibilities. Um, haven't been in that situation yet. Um, the next one is there are substantially better opportunities available at another organization. I think that was one of the reasons I also left. Mm-hmm. My last job um, was for the opportunities and also compensation, mm-hmm. to be quite frank. Um, you need more work-life balance. 
that one. Yep. That has been the reason why I've left almost, so, so far I've had three jobs outside of when I left college. My first job, I left it not because of compensation. They were paying really well. It was the work-life balance thing. I did not have time for myself. And you remember that, Neri said. I was working all the time. I was an admin at the time. And I was working all the time on the weekends, <laughs> like working from home sometimes. Like it was a lot. Made good money, but still was not worth it. After a while, because I'm not going to act like I did not benefit, you know, financially from it um but yeah and then I just kept looking for other opportunities that would give me a better work-life balance and I feel like where I'm at right now you know gives me gives me that that's good yeah I feel similar with the whole work-life balance thing right now so I'm happy like I said today left work went to the gym pretty fulfilling yeah yeah um another one is you dread going to work so you and I never say we've at our jobs, our different jobs, we've gotten to a place where like, I want to quit. And when you get to that place of I want to quit, you, if you don't take certain actions, what are you speaking to your managers about maybe what could be done to make you stay or whatever, you start kind of dreading things you do. The tiniest little things just irk you, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> granted I would say that's some people's everyday life there's some people who just dread everything so literally from the first day of work they, they dread it but I'm just talking about you know you usually like it and then there comes a time where you just dread everything about it so yeah. that's what happens um another one is you can't picture yourself there long term that's true that happens um, you wouldn't want your friends to work there. Is there a place I wouldn't want my friends to work? Actually, my very first job out of college, um, I wouldn't. You know what? That's not true. That's not true. I think that for me, my experience was just very different. There's some people who, you know, worked there and didn't exactly loved it, but didn't exactly hate it. And mm -hmm. then another thing too, especially because I'm a paralegal and I've been working for law firms for a while, most of the companies I've worked for have offices in other areas. And sometimes your experience is shaped by the office you're in and the management within that office. I know for, for the team that I worked in at my first job out of college, the manager was the one who made <laughs> my whole experience there kind of what it was. Yeah. Um, so it also really depends on who your manager is and what the circumstances of your your job is yeah that's true yeah um so yeah I would I would say you know if a friend was looking for something to start off or whatever I would recommend them for that but just try to make sure that whatever team they're a part of is one that isn't like the workload isn't ridiculous you know what I'm saying so yeah I guess yeah so I guess you know I don't mind recommending my friends to any of the places I've worked at. Um, okay, so last one is everything feels overwhelming. Mm. Yeah, I think that's like very similar to like the dreading going to work part. Um, when everything starts feeling overwhelming and you just, you're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Especially if you've, you've kept going and going and going. I would say one of the things that most companies had to deal with in the last two 
years was a shortage of workers um, or how else do you say it? Shortage of workers. Sure, I think shortage of workers covers it. What okay. else? Um, yeah, no, I, I think there's a different term for it, but yeah, so they just understaffed basically. Yeah. And because of that, you know, I don't know if this affected you, Nerissa, it definitely affected where I was working. Um, so for me, I just kind of got a little overwhelmed after a while because waiting for two years to see maybe more people get hired so that the work could be split evenly or, you know, so you don't have as much work. Um, that definitely got me after a while, just made me feel tired. I really loved the people. I really appreciated, you know, and you notice if you go back and listen to my the past episodes, you know, I really did like my job and especially the people that I worked with at the time. Um, but again, after a while, you know, when there isn't change, especially because you don't have enough people, you know, you just, you get overwhelmed and you want something yeah. different. So that's definitely what, what happened in my situation. Yeah. And when, um, when there's not enough people, it really shouldn't be up to the current employees to fix that problem. It's just the employer's problem. So, yeah. 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 And I will say, to be fair, it was difficult all around. You know, we of just course. kept hearing about how pe some people didn't want to go back to the work um, to work and, you know, employees were literally scrambling trying to find people. So yeah, yeah it was, it was a tough situation all around. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So those are the 15 reasons why, you know, some people choose to leave their jobs and, or if you're in that situation, why you should really consider that it's time for you to leave your job. And, you know, Nerissa and I, I can say for myself, for me, it was compensation and it was work-life balance and also feeling overwhelmed and things like that. For you, mm -hmm. Nerissa, I think you wanted work-life balance. And what else? I wanted work-life balance and I wanted compensation. Okay. And, um, I wanted a job that I didn't, want, I didn't have to think as much. Okay. So, and we're going to detail this about, like, in, I think we have a part two, right? Like next time yeah well, well that's when we're going to talk about how we quit yeah and I just want to give a little caveat for for Narisa because you said you want a job that you don't have to think a lot so I just want to add a little more there okay she said that because she has her own business oh which yeah if you, if you you know listen to our, our podcast and stuff again we're trying to do video um but Narisa has her own business Narisa do you want to talk a little bit about your business so it's not that she just didn't yeah it's not like I want to go into my job and half-ass it that's not what I'm talking right. about um I am a designer tailor I have my little um dolly here yeah she's, fun. she's cute so I am thinking of ways to build my own business so I don't want to go to a job that requires a lot of mental capacity mm -hmm. that I can't come home and then think work on my business so basically right. the job I have now it's just enough that I can do it well without like expanding a lot of mental energy. So that's mm -hmm. one of the, that's why I said, I didn't want to think at my job. I just want to go in, have a list of things to do, do them and not have to bring the job home with me. Got so does that clear, um, does that clear barrier? Like when I leave work, I'm done with it. And right. that wasn't necessarily the case with my last job. So mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I also want to say, you know, um, Nerissa and I, we've gone through these phases of trying to figure out, is it a good time to quit? Is it not a good time to quit? Now that we have video, I hope that some of you guys can look at our video as resources. But again, we got all of most of this information from Indeed and we just added our personal experiences. So you can check out Indeed.com as well. I mean, they have a lot of information about, you know, finding a job, when to quit, what kind of jobs, open positions and stuff like that. But I can also say that we also relied on YouTube during our time figuring out what to do. So definitely come on YouTube as well, check out other videos um, and, and see um, what they say. Because honestly, it can be nerve wracking, you know, thinking about it, especially yeah. if you've been there for a while. Um, but yeah, so I think that's where we're gonna end this episode because we do, we're gonna talk about how we actually quit or rather as Narisa would prefer, Resigned. Resigned <laughs> gracefully. More gracefully, more professionally. Gracefully, yes. Um, yes. So we will be talking about that again another time. That's it for now. Thank you all. Do you have any last words, Narisia? No, just um, thanks for listening. And I'm pretty sure that if you know when it's time for you to quit your job, like we don't got to tell you that. Like you just feel it. So, and I think one of the things we're going to talk about is also preparing for what that looks like because sometimes some people just up and do it and then don't have a plan. And I'm that ends up being successful for very few people. Yeah, when you see stories about like people who um they did things without a plan. I'm not saying that it can't be successful, but that's like a very small percentage of people. It is almost always better to have a plan than to not have a plan. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right, y'all. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Bye.